Hey, hey, and welcome to the Tara Malil Show. Here is where we have incredible interviews and conversations with powerful, ambitious, and highly successful women. We hear about the start of their journey, how they got to where they are now, what were some of their biggest successes and most epic failures. And they also help share their expertise and tips for you to practically implement to help you along your entrepreneurial journey as well. Don't forget, we are here for you. So if you have questions that you want answered, please write in to tara at taramalel.com and we will make sure we get the best experts to answer those questions for you. We do that every Friday. Now, stay tuned. We have epic stories coming up. I am going to have a fantastic conversation with a dear friend of mine, Chloe McCready. Chloe helps health and wellness professionals to automate their business and package their expertise so they can scale their impact globally and add six figures to their bottom line. Chloe loves collaborating and creating business growth opportunities with passionate entrepreneurs. Hello, Chloe. Hey, Tara. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be talking with you today and oh, so excited. <laughs> oh, this is good. This is going to be fun because I think, you know, we sort of, um, you're a bit ahead of me in this round of our business journey. Um, and what I want to, not too far. Sorry. <laughs> I want to get into your story about that, but what I think has been really valuable for me and been really interesting, particularly this time round, is to watch you and be able to have these conversations with you around what is actually going on, right? Not like the Instagram or the the Facebook show of what's going on, right? Or the air quotes behind the scenes, you know, of your business looking awesome. It's been really, really interesting and really valuable for me as well to, to see the highs and the lows and the struggles and the pushing through and the persistence and the perseverance that it, that it actually takes. Um, and to see where you've gotten now. And now you've got this new sort of element, I'll say, to your business because you've just had a baby. Yes. <laughs> new <laughs> element. I would say it's like the leading, um, uh, the dictatorship, I'd say. It's, it's got a whole new level of everything to my life you know oh. I'm no longer in the driver's seat I recognize that and I'm, I'm just surrendering to that and just going okay this is this is life this is what it's going to be so it. this is throw it at me <laughs> and so to navigate this next part which you know I like I and you know, we've had open conversations about this I so struggle with that element of being a mom having children um, I've got my two little dictators. Oh my God. And um, then trying to navigate business. So it was like anything that I thought I knew about business and how to do it and how to run it, you know, from my past experience, I now found myself this time going, well, that's like throwing my hands up and going, well, I've got no fucking clue. Like I'm, I'm done. I don't know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. These little mm-hmm. people in here. has gone out the window. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> no sleep. Mm-hmm. The time, like all you want to do, I just had this today where all I wanted to do was just send a couple of emails. And was there even remotely five minutes that I had to myself? No, <laughs> no way at all. It was just, okay, I've just got to keep holding you, feeding you. Oh, you spewed up on me. Okay, cool. Oh, I'm going to change your bum now. Oh, you want to go to sleep? Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> oh, so oh annoying. God. And then I find as well, because, of, you know, my two are older and out of that stage, which, I mean, thank Christ, but still when I do get five minutes, it's literally five minutes. And so I have to sit there and go, now, what, what do I want to say in this email? So one, I don't sound really abrupt and rude. Um, or, or, it's, or it is like a, a drip campaign or, or a sales one or a follow-up from a sales call or whatever. You know, you really want to put in the time to, to think about it, to add in those personalization details. And I find I sit there and by the time something comes to mind, Oh, that's it. Someone's like, mom. And you go, oh, oh crap. <laughs> that's my time. Pause. We'll Done. come back to this. What does it take? 23. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. But look, let's go back. I want to go back to where it started for you because you're, I mean, and it, you're probably going through another iteration of your business now as well, but you're very, where you very first started off was quite different to where you um, emerged through to, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm not even sure if you actually know the very, very, very start um, of my business journey. I'm not sure if you do or not. I um, Please tell me. I, so but prior to even starting the whole the whole business journey i've been a software um software implementations manager for a long time mm. <laughs> it feels like um eight years all up i think it was and um and it was probably the last three of those that i was really um you know i was i felt like i wasn't giving back and i wasn't i just hated my job i was feeling unfulfilled i'd i'd succeeded in what i wanted to to do and i felt really good about what i'd done but um but i wasn't feeling fulfilled and i feel like i wasn't giving back enough and so mm. i started looking at and exploring new ideas of what i could do and um my first ever business idea tara was um <laughs> was it was called gift assist and it was going to solve my problem of the fact that I, I, I felt like I was never a very good gift giver or I was never organized. So if someone, by the way, if someone listens to this and thinks, damn, that's a good idea. I don't know if um, anyone's doing this, so you could go and do it. <laughs> um, like, so gift assist, <laughs> I'm going to give this idea away was all about, um, yeah, it was all about solving a problem for people that weren't organized with getting gifts or didn't know, or just couldn't figure out what to buy people, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was, it was going to be a whole software thing that was going to recommend gifts based on some person's personality and background and, um, hobbies and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, um, that fell flat on its face because I realized that I'm, I would then need to be the gift giver and I'd need to come up with the ideas and it's not the point. I wanted it to solve my problem. <laughs> so that was, that was the first go and I gave it a, what I gave it a good, maybe three or four months. I had a website um, and that's where it stopped. <laughs> Anyways. So that was my first go. 
um i told a few people about it but i didn't really do anything um properly mm. but then so the journey that you know of oh you you may have known about gift assist but um the journey from there was um was a lot um was really focused around my health so i um you know i i got sick i wasn't very well for quite a while there and it was it was about my food and it was about my stress mm-hmm. levels and I was telling myself that it was there was something way like way wrong much you know much bigger than just my food um mm-hmm. even though it was it was my food <laughs> I kind of I think I knew that but I wanted someone to tell me it was something that could be solved with a pill or something like that that was, was way back just then gonna anyways. say yeah um, isn't it easier if you go oh I'll just take a pill than someone <laughs> me that I have to one change my food or two I have to exercise I don't want to know that shit give me a pill yeah yeah there's a real emotional like a real emotional attachment to food and to being able to relax on the couch and you know not get up and move I have no idea what you're talking about I can't relate to that in any way yeah no oh my god it's it is it's a hard it's a hard thing though right Okay, so that's when the whole health coaching um, journey came up, right? So I, um, I, I tried the supplements. I'd had a chat with doctors. I'd gone to see specialists. I'd actually poured lots of money in. And then a friend of mine connected me um, with this idea around health coaching and that you could um, shift the habits that kept putting you in the space where you were having the problems with your health or your life, you know, if we were talking about life coaching. But for her, she you know, she saw I was so passionate about my health, um, my health and what I was doing there, but I was struggling to actually make the shift and make the change. Mm. And that was powerful for me. It was like, wow. Okay. So there's actually, and I had no idea about coaching back then, um, other than coaching in business, you know, where Mm -hmm. I was mentoring my team or coaching my team, you know, doing that kind of stuff, but not coaching like you know actually Mm. paying someone to help me change my habits and my beliefs so that I could have a permanent change um so it was power like powerful stuff and so I started researching and I started reading and I was like wow this is this this is how I could be this ticks all the boxes Mm. I'd be giving back I would be addressing my own health at the same time I would touch on the psychology background and um, degree that I studied um, back at university mm-hmm. and I'd be able to tie it all together and start a business and mm-hmm. that was something that was on my bucket list as well so I was like yes let's do it um, and it was it was just like it just all felt perfect absolutely perfect um, and so that's where it all began for me was the health coaching journey so obviously I've I've grown through that time um, and I've actually somehow, this is amazing to me, but somehow I end up back in the space of um, software and implementation and helping people with growing their businesses through automation and um, packaging their expertise and and applying um, different marketing strategies and things like that. So I brought all of that back um, from you know my previous career, which I never thought I'd go back to. But um, but yeah, I guess you just you always go back to what feels a little bit like home um, and where you feel that you can make the biggest impact. And mm. for me, um, that health and wellness side, 
I still very, I'm still so passionate about people learning how to change the habits that would shift their health for the rest of their life. Because for me, when I shifted my health, everything else came together. Mm. Um, that's why I still focus there now. I, like, so, yeah, so important that people get that, that step in in changing, changing their health and that just flows on from there. And I think that's something, again, from watching you and um, almost as, as an example of really what does it actually take? And this is like we spoke before we, I clicked record because I feel like, um, and especially now during this, we're recording this during um, the midst of isolation lockdown and I feel like so many people are like, well, I'm just going to start my own business, which is awesome. I don't want to discourage that. If you want to do your thing, you know, shine your light, follow your purpose, follow your path, go for it. But I think people are given a false sense of optimism on this one, <laughs> like mm. it's really romanticized. And um, people, you know, the hard work, people just think that that means you're going to be really busy and that's kind of the hard work. Whereas for me, I think it, it's one, it's not like that. There's, I don't think that there's really too much glamour in anything <laughs> that we do in like the actual daily running of what business owners do. And then particularly during this time, I mean, I've seen, oh my goodness, business owners at their, their lowest, at their most vulnerable. Um, and it's been really, uh, on one hand, heartwarming and then also heart-wrenching to, to watch and to, to be side by side with them kind of in the trenches. And so, again, coming back to watching you and your journey, and I've seen the highs and lows, but I've always seen you really your perseverance to keep pushing through, to keep going, okay, what else? Okay, this done, doesn't work or this didn't land where I wanted it to land. What else? How can I change? What more? I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep showing up. I mean, I remember there was for like a year there, you went live on Facebook in your group or on your personal page every single day right? So showing up, like just, Hey, I'm showing up in front of my computer. Like you showed up. And I thought this is so true for what it actually takes because there's a whole bunch of strategies out there and they all work. It's just a matter of how do you persist? How do you make this strategy work for you? How long are you going to give it? How hard are you going to push? How much are you going to try despite the fact that, you know, you're constantly failing, right? You fail more than you succeed. So how do you keep coming back? How do you keep pushing forward? So I want to, I guess, get an understanding from you, one, your perspective of that, of what it really takes. And two, also, I guess, the what do you tell yourself? What is your internal dialogue that, that does keep you going? Mm, okay. So I'll answer the first one. The, this, is, um, this is something that I'm really passionate about. So I went through 
um, the coaching courses. And, you know, to be honest, when I first read that website and before I even signed up for health coaching, mm. I read it and it talked about these coaches that were making millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And I thought, awesome. So I get this certification and then <laughs> these clients are going to roll through the door. I'm going to make a ton of money and, and life's going to be pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was honestly, honestly with, um, I guess a lot of ignorance that I, I went ahead thinking, damn, this is a great investment. Um, you know, I'm going to put this money down and I'm going to learn how to be a coach. I'm going to get the certifications and then I'm going to get a bunch of money. Um, so very, very, very ignorant of me because I've actually watched my dad um, run a business, my sister run a business as well. My auntie and uncle run a business and my grandparents, they've all got businesses. And I know for a fact that it takes a ton of work. And I still thought that but it makes me really passionate about the illusion that it's creating for a lot of other people. So I think that this message and what you're putting, like putting out and the questions you're asking to are really important because mm. people need to know this, that you don't just get the certif- certification and all of a sudden you are, you know, rolling in the cash and things are easy and you're making the difference and healing the world and doing all that kind of stuff. It actually requires some really, really solid work and concentration and dedication and perseverance and a lot of people don't um don't connect that and mm-hmm. so it's sort of like honeymoon phase right right at the beginning um and that's why people say and and I say this too and I bet you say this too is you've got to do it because you love it mm-hmm. because there's going to be days where you're going to feel like you've been kicked in the ass so hard and you're wondering how you're going to come back from it. Cause maybe you feel embarrassed because someone said no to you that you thought was going to be a sure thing or <laughs> that, um, you know, you put yourself out there and um, you didn't do it right. Or you loaded your first automation and you screwed it up, um, whatever it is. And, mm. you know, you're, you've got to be ready to go. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm going to take that one on the, on the chin and I'm going to get back up and I'm going to go again because mm-hmm. it's not about getting every single piece of the puzzle, right? It's about the fact that you love it and you enjoy where you're at and you want to keep like, you want to keep that lifestyle and that, um, that place. And you know, that it, you, you know, in your heart that it's going to work. Mm. And so it's not about, um, it's not about counting on the one strategy to work right then and there, but it's about just going, I just need to keep going until I found the thing that actually works. Like mm. I know that there is always a solution. I just got to find it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's, that's it. But it, there is a little, um, I guess there's an element of crazy, right? So they def- um, so I don't know who would have said this, but you know, um, definition of crazy is continuing to run at the same wall, right? like you know head first into the same wall over and over again Mm. um but maybe as entrepreneurs we are just a little bit crazy because maybe we still run at the wall but maybe we run at different angles or we (laughs) we run to to a different wall and see if that works or maybe we try and climb over it or under it or whatever but um but as entrepreneurs you have to be you have to be ready you have to be in the game of of being creative and doing all that kind of stuff right so um yeah but you're right too. All strategies work. You know, I have learned maybe um, five or six different um, 
different and very effective sales strategies, I would say. Every mm. single one works really, really well if you give it the time and attention um, and you persevere until it does work, like getting the messaging right, having it resonate with you, practicing, 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 all that kind of stuff. So it's they all work, but then it's going actually what aligns and what feels good for me is, is the other thing, right? And then being able to then being able to say, all right, now I recognize what part of the process is not working because things change, the world changes, you know, people that were working in local businesses face-to-face -face, um, all of a sudden had a pandemic thrown in their face and now they're trying to work from home, like you're saying, they're trying to set up businesses and stuff like that. Things change and so we have to be ready to adapt and we need to look at what part of the process is falling down that's stopping us from getting clients or meeting our sales targets or whatever it is and then going okay well that's where that tweak needs to happen i recognize i'm not getting enough leads in or i'm not converting that many people at this part of the process why what could i be doing differently that would shift and change that so i can i can play with those numbers and doing some testing like mm -hmm. You know, doing some, like they call it split testing when you're looking at emails and stuff like that, right? Send the same, like, you know, the same email, but different subject lines. See what happens. If you get a higher open rate on one, then you're going to go for that. Um, you know, set that up as your, as your main workflow, as an example. So, you know, it is just about um, really tapping into your, your creative genius and going, there is always a way. There is always a way to make money. There is always a way to build my business. And there is always a way to make this work. I've just got to be ready to try it. <laughs> Sorry, it was like really, really long, but no, um, no. But that's yeah, exactly that's that's exactly yeah. It's, I mean, I guess that's a bit of an insight into what you tell yourself as well to keep going. Like, there's got to be a solution. There's got to be a way. Yeah, maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> But I do love it too. Like, I love that. I love that there can be a problem, but that there's going to be a solution somehow and somewhere. Um, yeah. And so it is. That's, that is a little bit of what I tell myself. Um, but there's one other thing that I probably add from a, like a mindset perspective mm. is that when the change is huge, like when you're going through a huge amount of change, and this probably applies to, you know, what businesses are going through right now, you need to up level how you look after yourself. Mm. So a lot of people think, oh, you know, they've been thrown some sort of curveball and they think I've got to work more hours. If I work, yeah. work, 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 then hopefully I'll work myself through this. Um, but actually what I found really works is to put down the tools go and do something like go for a swim or go for a walk or um, go to the movies or something like that. Mm -hmm. Something that gets you into a different environment. So then your brain gets the rest it needs. So when you come back, you're like 10 times more effective and you feel really good about it. And you know exactly what actions to take that are actually going to make a difference as opposed to just getting busy doing a bunch of shit that probably slows you down. Yes. Yes. I love that so much. And that is, uh, that is so true. And it, look, to be honest, I'm still working on that because, and this is why I say to people, you know, hard work, what does that actually mean? Well, it's something different for everyone. So hard work or the hard hustle, I think people automatically go to the, 
the doing, doing, doing. And I think we as humans are very good at doing stuff. But again, is it actual stuff that's going to move you forwards? Is it things that are actually helping? Or are you just doing for the sake of doing stuff? Are you just busying yourself, which is another form of procrastinating against what you actually need to be doing? right? Which could be the scary stuff, which could be, do you need to just pick up the phone and make a couple of sales calls or book a couple of appointments? I mean, that can be scary. That it, that's the hard work, not doing extra stuff, right? Or I've spoken to a couple of clients this week and I said to them, I mean, they are high achievers and particularly during times of change, they over deliver, right? So they step up, they micromanage, um, they give more, more, more than what they're actually able to give. And I said to them, the hard work for you is not doing more. You're very good at doing more, being a perfectionist, right? And achieving the hard work for you right now is to actually do less and reflect. How can you actually just be and reflect on how you are being and reflect on your behavior right now and what you're telling yourself that's your hard work right now because that in the long term is going to be more effective than you burning yourself out by doing mm. right now. So yeah, I love that you said that because I find that so often. So when, whenever you hear people, guys, this is for everyone listening. Whenever you hear people talking about hard work, know that it doesn't necessarily mean doing more because I worked mm shit ton. I worked so fucking hard. I worked 24 seven in my first business, right? It didn't get me any further along. In fact, it burnt me out, right? To the point where I sold my business. I, my passion burnt up, everything burnt up. So working harder, and I know this is true for me. And like I said, many of my clients working harder does not necessarily look like putting more hours in, right? Mm. I have to remind myself of that as well <laughs> oh, it's it's a constant journey right like of, of having to reflect and go oh you know like um for me I've always I've always just thrown more time at things it's a you know it's a I guess a belief I learned uh, like very very early on that you know um the more hard work you know the harder you work the more reward yeah. you'll get and so I'd work hard, 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 hard. And, um, and yeah, I, I would do the same tar. I just end up burnt out, exhausted, wondering if it was worth it. And, you know, and, and really the whole, the whole point of us being in our business is so that we could enjoy our life in some way, right? Give back yeah. and enjoy. And if we're not rewarding ourselves for the small steps along the way, then we are in a race to get to the finish line, whatever the finish line looks like for you, whether that's like, you know, your hundred K or if that's a million or if that's 10 million, whatever it is, you know, you, you're going to be racing towards that. If you're not giving yourself the rewards in between um, and the chances are, if you race just for the end, for that million or 10 million or whatever it is, you're going to burn out way before you actually get there. And that's why so many businesses fail. Mm. I agree. I agree. And I think, yeah, you're right. It's, it's a race to the finish line, but so many people have not defined what does that finish look like? Or people go, I want to be successful. And you go, cool. Well, what does that look like? 
but they've never bothered to define it. They don't have any numbers around it. They don't have a, a structure in place on or steps in place to achieve that success or that finish line or that goal. And so it just becomes this dangling carrot, you know, just forever in front of you going, oh, success is just out of my reach. You know, well, how would you even know? How would you even know if it smacked you in the face because you never bothered to define it for yourself? You know, it was interesting. I want to say this as well, um, because you and I are big on, I guess, uh, numbers and really having these tangible signposts for how, how we get our clients to set goals, how they know what they're working towards, um, how they measure their results. So I know this is big for you. And I actually put a post up in a Facebook group recently because I knew it would cause a big stir and it did exactly that. And I love sitting back <laughs> and watching it. <laughs> watching it be in their bonnet about it. And I asked them, I said, how much would you need to be earning um, in a month to consider yourself successful, right? Or to be satisfied with your achievements. And, um, you know, a lot of people gave me numbers. I've got to say 10K. It doesn't even matter if that's in dollars or pounds or whatever, or in euros, but 10K a month seems to be like a, a thing, right? That, that many mm. small micro to small business owners kind of want to achieve. Cool, great. So that's what many people said. And then, you know, then you get other people go, I don't define myself by my monetary earnings and you shouldn't be focused on money. It's not about the money. It's about the impact and it's about the passion and it's about the whatever. And I'm while, rolling my eyes right now. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And I just, I, I want to hear your thoughts first because I think we share similar views on this. So yeah, tell me when people say that and go, well, I'm not in it for the money or I don't want to focus on the money or that's not my reward, whatever. What are your thoughts around that? And what do you think is going on? Don't call it a business. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think we got done. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, I, um, I, I guess, uh, yeah, there's probably like a few things there, but don't, yeah, don't, don't call it a business if it's there for charity. Like if you just, if you, if, your heart's full of gold and you want to be helping people and not charging them for it. That's cool. But what I've seen happens is that you give free stuff away um, and people don't value it and they don't get the change that they really need. Yeah. And so if you, if you really got this heart full of gold and you, and you want to be making a difference, you want to be having this massive impact. You've got this cool thing, this cool service or this, you know, incredible product that's going to change lives, then you need to be able to afford to give it to more people. Like you can't achieve global impact by giving everything away for free because mm -hmm. people don't use free stuff. They just don't value it mm -hmm. at all. Uh, yeah. Geez. Numbers are important. I, I'm, I'm fully with you, Tara. Like I think if you don't know how many people are coming into your email list as an example um yeah. or you even cringe i've i've seen i've i've seen i've spoken with people that are like oh no i i won't have an email list and i'm like that's literally if you're in the business of um you know educating providing information services um or mm. even professional services that's kind of your only asset mm. and if that's not growing then your business is worth shit like it's worth nothing 
And so, you know, you need to know how many people are coming in to your business and then how many of them are actually, um, you know, interacting with what you're doing. And then from there, how many are booking sales calls? So you can start to go, great. If I have, you know, 10 people of the 50 that join my email list that book calls and sign and, and work with me, then mm -hmm. all I need to do is just keep adding 50 of the same kind of person into my email list all the time, knowing that what I'm doing is working. Like, <laughs> you know, so numbers become really powerful. And then you know that you've just impacted 50 people because your email, you know, with all your engagement and nurturing, you know that you're, you're actually making an impact because people are taking action. And then the 10 people that work with you, well, you know that you're going to change their lives. So that's great. And so numbers actually become powerful. Mm -hmm. They back you up and they, they show you that you're doing a great thing. That's what I think anyway. All right. So <laughs> what I now want to ask, final question is what have you found for your business that has been sort of the thing that has had the most impact, right? Is, is it a strategy? Is it a mindset? What is that one thing that for you, you felt has really had the most impact on your business journey? Um, it's gotta be, um, I've had a lot of mindset coaching mm. and that's a little bit, um, sideways from what I, you know, like a lot of, um, there's definitely a lot of strategy and a lot of things that have made a huge difference in, in my business. But for me, um, to go big, um, to charge appropriately for my services to, um, to be able to get myself out there consistently, it was really, truly like the mindset coaching, like having someone um, like yourself point out the behavior um, that was holding me back from being able to, you know, yeah, from being able to charge, from being able to put myself out there, from um, being able to, you know, sell effectively, all those kinds of things. I wouldn't be where I, I am now if I didn't have that coach behind me that was consistently holding me accountable, but helping me work through whatever, whatever kept getting in my way. Like the beliefs that I had about, you know, not being able to claim my expertise online, um, not being able to call myself an expert in what I did, you mm -hmm. know, those, those sorts of things. Like I couldn't say I'm an expert in setting, setting up software or, um, you know, implementing software or implementing processes that would scale your business globally. Mm. but the reality is I've got 10 years behind me of that. So at what point was I not an expert, you know, <laughs> but, but you need, you need the people behind you that like the, the mindset, the, the, um, the backing, if you can't do it yourself, which for me, I can and I can't. So I've always, always valued a mindset coach because they've pointed those gaps out and gone, you know, yes, Chloe, you're, you're doing it big and that's great, but you could actually be doing it greater. And are you ready for that level? And I'm like, yeah, I want to rise to that occasion. And thank God that you kept pulling me to that next level so that I could be growing my business over like, you know, and, and doing it at a, at a rapid pace. That's, that's what was important for me. So it wasn't, um, there wasn't any special strategy or special way of doing things that made my business grow. It was that 
that backing. I had the mindset that that mindset and beliefs work, constantly working on that so that I could continue to get up when I failed and keep showing up and keep persistent, persisting and trying different things until I, um, yeah, I made it like from that perspective, right? I make it every single day. Like, yeah. and that's because I've got that, that help behind me. That's awesome. That's awesome. And look, if people want to reach out, they want to follow you, if they want to connect, where can they find you? So you can come and check me out on Facebook. That's where I hang out the most. Um, so Chloe McCready, which is C-H-L-O-E, um, and then M-C-C-R-E-E-D-Y. Um, or you can come on um, my website, chloemccready.com. Uh, and you can check out a bunch of resources that we've got all around um, what systems you need in your business to be able to scale, scale globally. And that's even if you are a local um, health and wellness business and you're just looking like four ways or unique ways of being able to expand your reach out of your local network. We're going to have, a, um, we've got a bunch of resources there for you as well. Yes. I'd love you there. That is awesome. <laughs> and all of those links will be in the show notes as well. Um, so make sure you check that out. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please do share it out with your friends and of course, follow and rate and review this podcast because we're having valuable conversations and uh, we need to share it with more and more people. So thank you so much for your time, Chloe. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Tara. It's been really fun. I really appreciate being invited on here and chatting with you. It's been yeah. awesome. Hey team, thanks for joining me. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and you rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Every little bit helps. I'm so excited to be sharing this journey with you. Love some feedback and we'll see you next time.